Welcome back to the Misfits. Did ow, you ow. Mi- oh. <laughs> no, let's go we'll go with it. Did you miss us? Because I missed you. We kind of no. just like, oh, you didn't miss us. <laughs> Wait. Please tell us you missed us. Yes, please. Yeah, because we missed you. You missed the yeah. We kind of just fell off a little bit. Not like wayward, but we just like, all right, there goes all the episodes and no announcements. And here we are again with season two, even better, sexier, naughtier, (laughs) (laughs) more raw. And okay, I'm done. I, I, I never came up with with any adjectives like hen or you or Sarah. And that was my turn. More sexy, more sexy, more sexy. (laughs) Welcome back to season two with the Misfits. There you go. Yeah, so like just as Jessa said, we were kind of figuring ourselves out for the past couple weeks trying to plan for season two. But I guess what's new with you guys that you want to update our listeners with? What, What have we been busy with trying to figure out behind the scenes before we launched into this new season? Is this a new season for you in your personal life? Is my oh, question yeah. for you guys. Mm. You're freaking. There's gonna be more burps in this season. More burps. I wasn't burping. I don't know. Not like I haven't eaten yet, but I keep burping. So. Oh, was that? True. Well, what about you, girl? So yeah, what's new with you guys? What's this new new chapter? This new season look like for you guys? Honestly, I don't know really. Um, I mean, I, I don't make it to sound sad or anything. It's just, yeah, I'm chilling. I am, chilling is good. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm figuring out myself and then boundaries and mm. then getting out all the toxicity out of my system. Right. So, How yes. was your week the past week? Past week is good, dude. It's better than two weeks ago where I was yeah. breaking down and I was messaging you. Yeah, and I remember then, that. Yeah, definitely way better. Good. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how about you guys? How about you, best? Well, as you you probably saw that I'm working on a docu-series. Yes. I'm on YouTube. Uh, I'm going back on YouTube. I mean, I've done it Woo! before. She- Oh, good, y'all. You need to subscribe. She's so talented. You're biased. No, I'm not. I'm not. I can tell when something is trash, and I will honestly ask Hannah. She will know when I'm super critical about something. But y'all, okay, check out the video that she. It's 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 on YouTube now, right? Yeah. So check out her video. Subscribe to Life with Jessa. Her recent video that she just dropped is so well edited. You guys, like, you guys. Oh my gosh, support her. You guys need to support her. Or I will hound you guys. It's super cute, huh? It's so good. I love it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so this has been brewing in my head, in my heart, since last year. I mean, even being... I think I'll get into that later. But anyway, yeah. So get into that. Whatever. I'll probably share at the end of this podcast, like, my information. Like, my social security and stuff. Oh, yeah, just credit card and everything. and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that. But that's the newest <laughs> thing. Um, that's the 
newest thing actually that's pretty not that's not it there's uh-huh. more <laughs> and I'll wait. I'll wait my question is how do you feel about it I feel excited about it cool. at the same time really overwhelmed with mm-hmm. my like we were text we were all texting this earlier like dream big I'm a dreamer yep. too bro that was such a good session just like to wake up to you guys and uh, yeah. to to just dream with you guys I feel like I haven't done that in a while so That's it's good, good to do that with the right people you know oh, definitely. the right people yes you guys fan the right flames i guess yeah that's good yeah i feel good about it what about you like what's new since our short break yeah so for me hello again you guys welcome back to season two first of all we missed you guys i missed my friends here because we mm-hmm. were kind of figuring our own stuff out yeah. but i guess this season for me i thought i was diving deep already within myself in terms of introspection but I feel like God is taking me out even deeper into the water. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like that. Um, so previously, not to put too much, um, you know, of my life in the in the public scene, but previously I was running my own business with a business partner. And um, actually for a couple months now, I've been, you know, when you, I don't know about you guys, but do you guys have like this back and forth with God sometimes where it's like you you say something to him and then he's like you already know what to do and then Um, and then you say something to him again he's like I literally told you last month you already know what to do in your gut right mm. and that that in itself is like a completely different like a different perspective or shift from the traditional approach where Mm. the church is telling you don't listen to your gut because it's, it's sinful and it's flesh and it's, you can't trust that. But my, my conversations (laughs) with God have been very encouraging and very empowering and affirming. So my, my conversations with the father sound like, well, I already know, you know what to do. So do it. Whereas when I was younger in my faith, I was always like, Hey God, do this for me do this for me. God, wow. why can't you do this for me? But now God is giving me the baton. And so I had to make a hard decision. I no longer own the business wow. with my business partner. I had to take a step back from that for my own mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, it just right people, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that was Saturday. And honestly, for the listeners here, I, I had to go through kind of a um, like a small slump like a mild depression the past two weeks mm. um, and in a really, really honest but hard place with God. And for those that are listening, it's okay to bring your anger to God too. Yeah. <laughs> God is big enough to handle your anger. Mm-hmm. So I want to remind you guys of that as well. So if you feel angry at him, that's okay. Mm. You can read a lot of that in um, the book of Psalms when David would pen his journaling or his diary entries to God and you can see, you can feel his passion and his anger. So that's, yeah. that was kind of the season that I've had in the past and this new chapter for me, we'll see where God takes it, but I know it's in a more, it's getting more and more honest, which is terrifying, but good for growth. <laughs> that's where I'm that's at. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then just my own kind of side stuff and then school, but church, all that. Yeah. You know, we haven't been, you and I haven't been talking much lately about just our personal life and everything. Mm. And like just being friends with you for the past, I think, four years now. Wow. It's been a while, you guys. Yeah. Like 
just and our friendship has always been through just the phone and because we're long distance and everything so i have a long distance relationship it's LDR, yes. right? it's LDR. It's LDR. LDR Bro, i don't know why god keeps putting me in ldrs but like, <laughs> yeah that's true I, I probably prayed for patience one time when i was younger and this is how he's doing it yeah and, and self-control <laughs> right um but yeah. like because i've knowing you in that distance like even if i don't have to talk to you i kind of felt that vibe like oh she's going through something but it's a good time mm, to grow mm. so yeah mm. and also knowing that you need space and stuff so i felt that but i'm also hearing a that. new turn in the way you're speaking right now i could hear that you're coming mm. out of this place of where well. you felt really dark and not dark i don't want people to think darkness is bad in that sense right, right, right. but for you to come out of it that's really good i could feel mm. Mm. Well, wow, amazing. Aura. See, guys, you need to be surrounded with the right community because Jessa and Hannah, they have a certain perspective or like a vantage point that I don't see, right? And so that just tackles another angle that I can't see in myself because I'm in it, right? Like I'm in the process, but you guys are there yeah. seeing it, yeah. watching it. So mm-hmm. it helps. It helps like know that actually, okay, good. That I am growing. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, you are, you are. That's good. But, I mean, yeah. not in not in height, but okay. not in height, but she's cute. <laughs> she's sexy. She's, she's sexy. Chiseled. She's, she <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> moving on. So moving on, yeah. So guys, uh, sexy are you guys? All right, guys, I'm skipping over this because I'm still bad at accepting compliments. So, as Jess already mentioned, for this season, well, this chunk of the season, we have the whole season planned out, but this chunk of the season is actually really exciting because you guys get to dive deeper with us. You guys get to know us a little better. You guys have learned how we conversate, learn how we discuss ideas, learn what our philosophies are and all that. But now we're going to dive deep. And for this episode, I get the privilege and the honor to introduce my best friend for four years now, oh. Jessa Esteban. And we're going to be asking her, (laughs) we're going to be asking her some of the hard questions. You guys will get to know why I care about her so much. You guys will get to know why I just believe in her capability so much with, well, just a glimpse in this episode. But if you guys, you know, want to reach out, then we'll plug her social at the end of this episode. (laughs) I wouldn't wouldn't have introed myself like that. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You are too hard a critic on yourself, so I can do it for you. I got I you. I think we all are. Honestly. Anyway. Honestly. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Jessa Marie Esteban. Thank you. Thank you for. Thank you. Salamat for. Thank you so much, Mom, sir. Thank you, Mom, Mom, sir. Thank you, Mom, sir. Come again. Come again. Thanks. Come again. Come again. popcorn. Okay, wow. sorry. Back to it. So, Jessa, this is your episode. How do you feel before we dive in? Like, I love it. You love it already? I love it. Like, this is, I'm covering my face, but 
Why? No. This is like such a Leo thing, you know? It's my Oh my month. god. <laughs> Are you blushing right now? Yeah, I am. I don't know if it's the end Look of the Look at me, season. but don't. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. Peekaboo. Peekanop. Peekaboo. We're going to no. milk the most of this Leo season. Let me put my yeah. hair behind my ear. <laughs> With that being said, it was my birthday just a few weeks ago. I am now 29. So you can imagine how I'm feeling. No, I'm excited. Like, this is why I want us to do this is because why are we doing it? Well, get mm. to know us and know our hearts and everything that we're mm. not just doing this out of our butts, but like we're, we're passionate about <laughs> the issues that we're, we speak on. Right. Yeah. And especially why we're passionate towards different issues and mm. things and concerns, whether it's in the church or outside of it, mm-hmm. why I am who I am today. Mm. And I think, I always try to contextualize people to understand and give them grace as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. because I come off really strong on social media sometimes or most times these days, like I want people to know my heart and that my intentions right. not to attack, but to inform, even though it comes from mm-hmm. a very aggressive place sometimes. So. She's got a big heart, y'all. That's all it is. You, you can't, you can't. I got a big heart, huge. Yeah. <laughs> so. My first question then, right? I, I mean, you already mentioned it earlier, but who are you? Hmm. And where were you born? And yeah, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I ask those questions as you want to introduce yourself, reintroduce yourself to our listeners? Well, I am, my name is Jessa. I, twen- I, I, I 29 now. <laughs> you freaking. Yeah. I, I, she's 29. I'm, she's 29. Oh my gosh. I'm born in San Jose, California. I'm not going to give Ooh, any Bay Area. Yes. I'm Filipina. What else? I grew up in a Catholic home. More so my dad. My mom was more of like, I'm Catholic, but I love God. Don't matter what I do or who I, or what church I go to. I love God regardless. Like, period. And... Yeah, so, but I was predominantly Catholic. My dad never really put me into, what do you call it, First Communion? Is that what they call it? Yes. So, I think now my dad wish, it, wish he did. <laughs> but, yeah, it's actually pretty cool that he never really forced us. You know how you have to do First Communion mm. to actually have communion? When we were, since me and my brother were kids, we've always just walked up to get communion. Uh, so, I've grown, I, I grew up in a, quote godly home not perfect mm-hmm. but godly a god fearing parents my brother as well he I have an older brother um three years older he's today he's very he's a devout christian with his wife and now i'm here in la i moved here around january but i made that this i made that deliberate and intentional decision to move here and made those moves last january but it's always been in my heart to come here because i've always i've been always so intrigued by film and entertainment Mm. since i was a kid Mm. Uh, i also went to school for it so right i went to school for it for a little bit for 2010 or 2009 to 2013 i dropped out because of a dumb thing it's not dumb you know i need to stop gaslighting myself in that right because i 
I think it was for a reason now, you know, um, or you have to make it a reason and you find purpose in those quote mistakes that you've made. You know, I dropped out because I wanted, I use this as an alibi. I told my mom, Hey, there's a school in New York, New York film Academy, hmm. but there was a girl there. That's why. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was I know the story. You know this? Yeah, there was a girl there. That's why um, it didn't work out. I actually wasn't already enrolled. I was getting all the pamphlets and everything. Mm-hmm. I dropped out of school that I'm still paying for, which is, I think, one of my biggest regrets. But now I'm just trying to move forward and hopefully start paying that off. It's really hard. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> Financial burden. Uh, <laughs> Oh, can I tell this story? Oh, yeah. I, this is actually a very good story. I have to say this story. Okay. Ooh, tell it, tell it, tell it. Okay, let me... S- Do tell. All right. I will say it. This is a very vital story. It's a... Kind of changed my life. Oh, I feel like a kid. Like, I'm just sitting in a circle <laughs> and I'm ready for story time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just spill it, man. Just Lay it out. Hannah, do you know any of this? I don't think so. I mean, oh. if you pro- if you told me, I mean, I probably forgot. Oh, you didn't listen? <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, I mean no, I'm not going to accept that. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> all right. I'm just trying to make it funny because it's a pretty serious story. Yeah. So, all right. So, like I said, I want to film the Art Institute of film no the, i don't even know it's been so long. art institute and <laughs> so i dropped out of that i was only part-time in that school too but i decided to go to new york film academy i used that as an alibi however i was already enrolled i was gonna do it and but there was this girl there that lived in new jersey oh yeah she was in new jersey so i was like oh i can make the drive I could do New, wow, eh? New York to New Jersey. <laughs> wow. Uh, but that didn't work because just a few months in, like, talking and everything, I think she she revealed to me later on, well, when, like, later, later on that, hey, you actually scared me <laughs> because, oh, my God, she is real. She's going to move here for me. Things were ma- So you guys away. haven't met yet in person? No, no, no. But we're, we're good. We're okay. We're okay. Excuse me. We're good friends. <laughs> few months into like us talking i did my digging i didn't have to do my digging she actually just put it up there she's (laughs) a digger you guys she's a digger (laughs) i i did when i saw something that was like what the heck is happening here so i saw i saw something i was like oh okay she must be talking to someone and she was oh yeah she she ghosted me for like a couple weeks or a couple days Okay, it's been a long time. This was in 2000. I should tell you the year 2013. So the end of 2013 to 2014, this was happening. I was also at the church. I was still my very first church. I was still in for, I think at this point, 2004 to 2014. That's 10 years. So I was was in this church for 10 years. Jeez. Uh, Filipino church. Is it like a community church? No. no. It's a Pentecostal church. Okay. Filipino under an organization that I'm not going to call out, which Mm -hmm. is not a bad organization at all. It's Assemblies of God. Mm -hmm. I was in that church for a long time. 
I was maybe, I don't know how old I was in 2009. I was 18 to 19. I was young still. And this happened. And I was already, this youth group I was a part of was already falling apart after how many years. And so after making this decision, this decision to drop out and drop everything I have here in San Jose, only to know that this girl wasn't being faithful or whatever. We weren't Mm -hmm. together officially. So that was like, Oh, you're not together anyway. I'm still like my heart. (laughs) You played me, girl. But (laughs) 2014, I actually like I went downhill after that because I would I dropped out of school. I couldn't go back. I didn't have the motivation to go back. My church was falling. The church I was a part of was a lot going on. Yeah, was falling apart. And this was around the time when the youth group started to break apart, too. And there's literally even to this day, at least 10 people in the congregation or less. I don't know. Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. It's not a lot of people there anymore. Even so when me and my brother and my Mm sister-in-law, we were basically the leaders of the church. Oh, wow. It was our pastor. And I was taking the title of worship director, but the roles and the things I was doing was worship pastoring. Well, you know what I mean? Like just that weight I was Mm. holding in the team. And and you were how old? I was, this is 2014 now. Mm -hmm. If you could do the math. Oh, I said I was 18. I I did my math wrong. Sorry, you guys. This is 2014. (laughs) So that was like six years ago. 25, probably. 23. Yeah. 24. Wow. And we're taking this role of Mm -hmm. basically pastoring but we didn't have the training the title the support i remember going through this like heartbreak and dropping out of school and my youth basically breaking apart and there's more nuances about this story about this dude Mm -hmm. that played me too at the same time it was crazy like things i don't want to i probably will go through another time and there was this one time and i bring this church up along with the relationship I had back in the day hmm. for a reason to talk about who I am now and why it has right. molded me. So the, the very last time I led worship at that church, I was a few days before that I was very suicidal because oh. then I'm like, okay, I'm also, 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 I'm also bitch. <laughs> I'm also bitch. <laughs> I'm also bitch. I go guys. But, um, oh my god this is gonna be a long one i'm sorry i know we're not anyway because hanging in the balance after like everything that i'm telling you like this just this small story i was struggling with my sexuality right so i was everything yeah i was struggling with my sexuality so i'm like dude being christian like the cognitive dissonance like this is wrong anyway and you're you're going to go off to school for this person, but you're gay. You're not supposed to be gay. You're Christian. You love worship leading. So having these conflictions and then mm-hmm. having a broken heart and then dropping out of school, I was suicidal. And so there's yeah. one time well, I did at least two or three times that same week. Uh, the I'm like, I don't even know what day. So I'm not going to go in particular order. I don't remember. But one of the days I tried veering off the road after work, I put my hands up and I let the, the steering wheel do its thing. 
didn't do its thing. I had like good tires or good alignment or whatever. <laughs> Jesus yeah. literally took the wheel. Yeah. He's like, well, it's not your yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and another one where before Jeez. youth night or youth group on a Friday night, excuse me, I took at least eight pa- painkillers oh, and I downed, I downed it with alcohol. My gosh, and, dude. And then I wrote it down on my on my laptop. I said, if you find me, here's my letter, blah, blah, blah. So I did that. I fell asleep wanting, not wanting to wake up. Again, I really believe to this day it's not because of the circumstances that were happening at that moment. It was a, it was a fact that was the very thing I was struggling with was my sexuality and who I am and the confusion since I was like three. Hmm. It was deeper than that. But there were three. These three yeah yeah three years old for sure and i have a weird explanation for that too but maybe for another time but so that happened and i don't think i've ever said this story out loud out loud but Mm -hmm. what happened after that there's another one where i think it was around the same week i i drank a lot i like until i was like i had to go to the er that night but i drank too much for some reason, one of our like one of our youth, like his name is I'm gonna say his name because he's awesome and mm-hmm. he deserves like recognition. His name is Dominic. If it wasn't for Dominic, I would I don't know. He was great, freaking great guy. Um, oh, I know why what happened. I called the guy that really broke my heart in the midst of all of this too because he was playing a lot of things during that time. And if he hears this, I forgive you already. I'm just telling a story. <laughs> but he, so all of this was happening at the same time, right? So he was still a part of this. He, um, or I called him. He was actually interning for a church. In El- he was an elevation church. Ooh. Yeah, he was interning there. And I just missed him. And I was like confused. I missed him because um, he left to go there. He was our youth, quote, president, youth president. So he left the the responsibility to me, my brother and my sister-in-law. And so all of that. Right. And he I called him drunk. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm crying. I'm crying. I don't know what to do. Are you coming back? I'm sad, you know, and I was drunk and everything. <laughs> and that's what I think he called my our uh, one of our kids, um, Dominic. And he I, I heard him knocking on my door. It was Dominic banging on the wall trying to get to me. Mm-hmm. And I finally opened the door and he like carried me and I was like already done. Mm-hmm. And then he carried me to I and um, he called my brother and my mom and my dad came home from work out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. okay. um, I haven't, I don't, yeah, I don't think I said this story before, but um, I knew I hit rock bottom. It was one of the days and I had to go to the hospital because I couldn't breathe. I had too much alcohol. I remember my, um, my sister-in-law, she wasn't my sister-in-law then, but now, but she was laying down in bed before we went to the hospital. I was shaking because I was so, I don't know what was happening. And, um, you know, she was praying and speaking in tongues in my ear. <laughs> Oh, well, I think okay. that was such a beautiful moment, to be honest. Yeah. That sounds funny. But, um, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And so that same week came Sunday, and I had to lead worship. <laughs> so I led worship. I don't know what song, in, but in the midst of it, I said, I remember telling the worship team, can you stop playing for a bit? 
and I, I was on my knees and I said, I almost, I basically told them I was suicidal, almost ended my life. And I was doing that while I was leading worship. And then we started worshiping again. Other than my brother, only one person came up to me and like, no, and said, you know, I don't, it's very vague, but she was the only one that reached out after that. Not even my pastors, pastor. <clears throat> yeah. And so I love my brother so much. Yeah. He said the same day or same week, we're leaving. <laughs> we're not, we're, we're leaving to a new church. So he made that decision to leave because it was too toxic. It was too, mm -hmm. uh, and we went to a nice church. To this day, even with my struggles with my faith, the next church we went to, I was just telling my partner this. I said, we're going to go there. If we ever go to church in San Jose, that's the church we're going to go to. The one that I moved over after this toxic one. Mm -hmm. I will say, I won't slap the hand that fed me. The time I had there was still very vital. And I, it's, yeah. it's a time that I still love and cherish. It, I have good memories there. Um, just unfortunately, there was a, you know, it wasn't all good. And no one's perfect. And I for, I've forgiven if I've forgiven all of them for that experience. Cause, you know, I don't know. I mean, you already know when I say Filipino conservative Pentecostal church, like you already know, like, oh, that's like Yeah. Gets messy. Conservative and Pentecostal, like those are two different things. Pentecostals are not conservative. Anyway, in that sense. But yeah, and 2014 was my rock bottom year. 2015, my I would say was it turned around pretty quick when Yeah. Anyway, I know I like went through a lot and that was your question was who are you? Where were you born? I no, think No, honestly, that's totally fine. Cuz I think life really started for me 2015. Well, yeah, and mm -hmm. I needed that rock bottom year to realize how much right. more there was for me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I would say a lot of it has to do with my friends that <clears throat> they really helped me get out of my like my rut other than my brother and my sister-in-law and it really changed like we encouraged each other and it really built me as a person. And that's just another detail for later on. I will stop there for now if you have any more questions because I could keep going, but it's hard because it's it's so that story I just shared to you guys, that's yeah. pretty um that was rock bottom for me for the very first time in my yeah. life and realizing like I'm actually struggling with my sexuality rather than wow. denying it. Like mm -hmm. I denied it so deep when I was at least 14, because 14 is when I came to Jesus and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, mm. I'm safe now. I don't like girls anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> Isn't that how it works? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you're safe. Like you're not gay anymore. <laughs> and so I denied it for a long time. I even, like, was homophobic for the longest time, too. So I could, you know, mm. internalize homophobia. I'd put it on other people. And, mm. yeah, and then the story I just left off with 2014. I know it's a lot of dates, guys. Sorry that's when I realized, hey, this is a real thing. I suppressed it way too long. I need to recognize it for what it is. Well, hmm. yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. Like, just thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing that, yeah. That was a lot. I didn't think I'd share that story, but I think that's the only way I could explain who I am. Yeah. Hmm. 
I mean, at least the beginning of it. Who I am now has everything to do with right. who I was and what I went through. Right. It, sh- it shaped me. Yeah. You know, it, I realized how legalistic mm-hmm. I was because of the legalistic background I came from, the mm-hmm. hyper-spiritual background I came from, the people I was surrounded with who are amazing people, I think. There's just, again, a time where we all just fell off. Like we From just, your old church, you mean? Yeah, because we just, you know, as a group, as a whole, we really tried as a youth group to keep that church alive. Like, we oh, were God. the leaders of that church, oh, if that God. makes any sense. And, like, yeah, the only, yeah. like, us combined, the only, quote, elder we truly had was our pastor. Like, there, were, there wasn't any, like, clergy or... There was, but it just, was, it like... Just, like, one pastor and then, like, the then rest is just under, like, just you guys? Mm-hmm. Well, there's uh, another pastor as well. Um, she's still my friend. Yeah. But mm-hmm. everything, everyone else, we're just leaders, youth leaders. Like, and we took on roles of, that should be honestly paid for. And I'm not asking for payment, but that's how I'm, what I'm trying to paint. I'm trying to paint the yeah, picture yeah. of, like, that's how much no, work we were doing. Like, yeah. I didn't care. And this is why I think my studies were really bad because nothing but Friday yeah. nights and Sunday yeah. mornings meant them. You know, those yeah. days were the days I lived for and everything yeah. I, I just forgot about. And so that was our life. And it really sucked us dry. Mm. And like didn't even bring anything to fruition for you guys because they weren't like pouring in. No, we were dry as heck, dude. Yeah, we were just encouraging one another at this point, like, oh man, yeah. So, I mean, is that um? So, you said that um, you left the that church, that Filipino church, and moved to a different one, which um, is another Filipino church. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I don't have anything against that. Mm-hmm. Just to make that clear, um, is that where? Um, your deconstruction started or is it way after that way after my deconstruction started this year mm. and um what prompted you to that because you said 2015 mm. right if i got mm-hmm. that right so it's yeah. like five years later you're deconstructing right. mm-hmm. um what led you to that and yeah, um can you i mean it's up to you how you want to talk about it really. right yeah that's a good question. It's okay. You can take a breath. That was like, that was a lot that you <laughs> yeah. just said earlier. <laughs> it was a lot. And also, I didn't plan to say that. So it was a little messy. Right. I hope y'all, did you guys follow well? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, we did. We did. Okay, good. As long as you two did, I'm sure <laughs> people can if they don't listen to the episode again. But let me think. Oh, man. Hmm. Let me start backwards, I guess. Um, to answer your question. 2000. 20 i don't go to church anymore i mean i don't have a church the closest Mm -hmm. thing i have to church is you guys is when i attend your bible studies i would say that is my community right now and but even that i'm gonna go backwards i hope this makes sense right now listeners i consider myself agnostic i do not know if there is a God or not, I question a lot. But in, deep down in my heart, I want to know. 
I want to believe that there is a God, the God that I started to believe in since I was 14. I don't want to let go of that, you know? <laughs> That's a long time of investing your life and your heart towards someone bigger. And so to say, like, I'm atheist, like, no, I don't think so because I had many genuine encounters and experiences when I lead worship or being in a community of believers. So again, I don't want to just let that go. So I'm in the mo like when I could define like, or the symptoms of an agnostic, I have it all, <laughs> you know, I don't. <laughs> so that is current 2019. I was, that's when I decided to be in a relationship with a woman and that changed my life a lot. Who is a great woman. A great is, woman, guys. Yeah, she is. Sexy, too. She's sexy, too, oh, yeah. Super talented. She is amazing. <laughs> she, got freckles. she got freckles, you guys. <laughs> she's right behind me. <laughs> no, honestly, she's one of the best supporters, if not greatest. I'm not just saying that because you're behind me. It's true. <laughs> I don't want to sit on the couch tonight, honey. <laughs> Actually, no, she walked away. That's awkward. Anyway. <laughs> but now that she's gone, I can really say the real thing. Stop. I love her. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, but anyway, no, she's been a big supporter of all of this. If not, like, I'm glad it was her choose then it would have been anyone else. I would have been like, I don't know where I would be. I, she is my balance. Anyway, enough of that. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> but 2019, I decided, hey, I'm going to be with this person. I was in the Philippines. And so I'm going to talk about this in my documentary. <laughs> documentary. I was going to say docu-series, but... Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Same, same. <laughs> I, I made that deliberate decision to be like, when I come home, I'm going to have to decide if I want to be with this person. Come home from the Philippines because I was, I was mm -hmm. on vacation for like a month. Or go back to the life of just being a worship intern, a worship leader at my then my current church. Mm, or my so that was your church. thought process. Mm -hmm. And so it was hard because one of my first like in, um, meetings back home or it was straight back to business basically. Oh, when you come home, Jessa, like my, my leaders, uh, we have a worship meeting and blah, blah, blah. And I had to do a snack bar. We did a worship quote conference for the worship team only and I was like I led worship on the fly or I just backed up um but I had ba I was backup vocals at that time and I was like frick <laughs> I'm doing this thing right now and I need to be honest and mm. so because I was uh, that was a that is a non-affirming church so I made a decision so a few weeks later mm. or not even a few weeks a few days later Hmm. I set up all the meetings. Oh, okay. This one. Okay. Let me be careful about this. I'm not careful. I want people to listen to my heart right now, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because when someone leaves a faith or a church, it's not because we want to go out in sin and finally be who we are. Actually, leaving a faith is probably the most difficult thing you can do as a person right. who grew up in the faith right. it's yep. not to go out and sin it's not to go and go out and have fun that's not our intention my mm. intention when i made the decision to make 
all those meetings with my pastors is to say, hey, I know. I didn't know these words, by the way, but I'm just going to say now, I know this is a non-affirming church. I know that we have these tenants that the church believes in uh, as a Christian. Obviously, having a same-sex relationship is is forbidden. Hmm. So before I go on, because I had was I was already stacked to lead worship for the like the next three months on planning center. I'm like, oh crap, I really need to be honest. So I made those decisions. I spoke to every single one of them as hard as it was. I was like, you had a weight to carry, man. Yeah, I had to. Oh, frick, I love. I especially love one of my other pastors. I oh, I adore her so much, and I even filmed her wedding still and she gave me the oh, gosh it's so hard i love her so much yeah. but yeah i was just she was like my mom in that sense and i mm. i just bawled my eyes i was like i don't want to do this but i'm tired of fighting yeah. and mm. i know my decision yeah i have to make a decision to step down from the, my first love which mm. is i will just say is worship leading i'll yeah my first love is jesus no like to be real like my first love and of expression is worship leading and i my first time worship leading was when i was 14 and to let that go after 14 years it's just like to make this decision that will cost me a community that will cost me my friends wow. that will cost me position that i adore and respect so much and cost me relationships with my pastors mm. But for the sake to not go up on stage to lead worship and to basically, quote, lie to all these people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that was my intention to drop out. It wasn't to just like, I'm going to go, hey, I don't want to worship lead. I'm going to go in sin because I want to be in a relationship. It was like, no, like, mm. this is the hardest decision of my life right now. Mm. But because I want to be honest to you and to those who I am influencing, since I am an intern and one of them, I was about to be one of the main worship leaders of this ministry. Like, like you even saw me, right, Sarah? Like mm -hmm. you saw me when I led worship and how much I love that space. Of course. And to let that go, it's not easy. And one of the things that one of my pastors said, I'm not, um, these are, was like, you know, that's a sin, right? I'm like, oh my God, duh. I, I mean, at that time, I, even today, like, you know how you told me, like, you don't see that a, as a sin, a part of you as a sin anymore. Like I'm coming into terms to that finally after, mm -hmm. but then I was like, I know, like, you think I don't read the Bible. Can you stop talking right. to me? Like, I don't know these things. Right. And I, and for her to respond that way, yeah. It was like, are you kidding? You missed the point completely. <laughs> yeah, like why you're approaching her are in the first place. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to because I want to be honest and I love you and I love this relationship right. and I respect it to not lie to you. Right. Mm. And that happened. And so <sighs> and one of the last words that she said, my last the last thing, it was a birthday dinner. And the last thing that she said to me when a few days later, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go move to LA. This was December. Um, she said, you know, I really fought for you. Just, mm. just let you know, I really believed in you. I'm like, 
I knew that. that I don't know. Yeah. I knew she meant that nice, like in a because I know her heart in that sense. I know it enough to know that she didn't mean it to hurt me. Literally a microaggression, but go on. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, and so, but looking back at it, like why would you say that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it it just like it hurts because I see there's a lot of my friends who go to this go to a non-affirming church who have beliefs are contrary to mine yet we could mm-hmm. walk together and they're able to like love me and mm-hmm. I, you know, a lot of maybe some queer christians will agree to disagree oh if they can't accept you fully then they can't accept you at all but i have a lot i have a plan i have a good group of people who were still celebrating me no matter what and who you know and that makes a big difference if anything i see jesus in that more <laughs> um so that's so that was 2019-2020 and so forth. So my deconstruction really started this year when I started to come in a lot of days where I'm just crying, a lot of days where I'm just where Dara is holding me and just because she, yeah. you know, she doesn't have any experience in a Christian church like this or anything. And she just listens and it's just like, I need to be angry about it. Mm-hmm. I've been too nice about it. Yep. And and this is weird. I've never really found peace. I never had that settling moment when I was like maybe let's just say 18. Or no, let's just say 23. Okay. Where I was like, oh, I'm at peace with myself and who I am. Like there was this right. and whenever I would speak like, you know, yeah, I yeah, I I struggle with same sex attractions, but I surely want a husband for sure. Yeah. Like I <laughs> I knew I was lying to myself for the very mm. first time. I don't feel an inkling inside of me where I'm lying to myself. Wow. For wow. The, it's weird. It's so freaking weird. And, and oh, I just want to give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I thought about my heteros. I thought about my heterosexual Christian friends who go to non-affirming churches and, and life have- is just so easy. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. It's like, I hear them. I have peace where I am, even with my struggles. Like, I've never felt that the first 27, 28 years or four, 15 years of me being Christian. I never felt peace. I always felt like I was lying to myself. So so-and-so could be like, okay, good. She's still fighting, guys. She's fighting. Keep her on She's the worship team. <laughs> like, keep her, <laughs> keep her here. But that's oh so gosh. true. Like, I'll say, like, straight up, uh, now that I'm not forcing myself or pressuring myself, like I think a dude is attractive just because like, I don't, it's not forced on me anymore. I don't feel like I have to prove anything to anybody and it feels so liberating and liberating. And I think that's, what's so difficult for um, Christians to truly understand. It's like, Oh, so you're, it's liberating because you're allowing the enemy. So if you're with the enemy, <laughs> hold on. Oh my god. If you're with Satan, that's so probably I, uh, why he's not attacking you anymore. You're far too intellectual to uh to truly believe in the faith. Like, you're allowing the enemy, eh? So you're, you're allowing her and them yeah, you to not feel it. But not once have I felt like I wanted to Okay, I will I won't say that. I had very dark moments this year as well, but I actually love myself for once. Like I, yes. really, I really like who I am and like, yes. I'm the person I'm becoming because 
I'm not just looking at them like me and my my friend when we were talking about like how we used to talk about people and we would say something like if Katy Perry was Christian again what she would reach so many people and like what a waste like we talked about people to be a waste because they weren't Christian but what if they were they would do so much like Mm. that's how I used to talk about people and it was like it's so toxic it's so dirty and now I look at someone I contextualize it's like kind of like a like an x not x-ray but I contextualize them as a person like dude like they're more they they're more kind more gracious to me than I've felt in with a Christian in a very long time and there's so much beauty there there's so much beauty yes and also there's if if we believe in a God and this God and he were image bearers, how can I say to another person, you're not an image bearer? Like you're obviously molded. If we're all molded by the same God as a Christian person who believes in this God, who has molded us and breathed his life into us. That's for everybody. Every, the billions of people who live in this world, it's for them too. Hmm. But we've created a wall. Hmm. Because we are, we're so high and mighty and we're better for some reason because we're Christian and they're just a waste of a being. Like, no, hell no. There are more. <sighs> it's almost like we're the Pharisees. Yeah. Like, hello? <laughs> yeah. It's... People within the Christian church, you're the Pharisee too. You can be the Pharaoh too. You can be the villain in the story too. Yeah. I was a villain and I am a villain with with this young person who we didn't like back in 2000 let's say in 2009 or whatever like we didn't have a lot of voc- we don't have this expanded vocabulary like we do now like mm-hmm. transsexual or whatever this person present day is, was basically describing himself as a trans person and I attacked that person when back in the day. I was like, oh, this sounds familiar. You have every symptom of a gay person like me. But I overcame it. You need to overcome it too. Like, <laughs> that's how I used to speak to people. And this person transitioned from a woman to a man today. And it's just like, dude. Today? Like, like present day. Like, she transitioned. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like yeah. I actually, he. Hmm. I actually message this person probably a few months back to ask for forgiveness and he he was so cold because I hurt him so bad Mm. and you know I was a villain I was that person I was that Christian that didn't show God's love and ultimately it was my insecurity that I couldn't face myself so I put it on put it on others Mm. and so today I'm sorry like I, I don't know if I answered any question I hope I did of course you, you did, did. You in did. your own way okay today my goal my goal is to be human and listen to people and speak from a very raw place even if it comes off angry even mm-hmm. if it comes off like i mentioned this in my instagram a few days ago it's a new language for me Right. I, um, I'm still navigating how um this new season and how I feel and who I am today. 
and mm-hmm. I will come off wrong like a like how a toddler doesn't know or a kid doesn't know how to speak yet but the more you speak into some or the more you speak in that way the more you'll know the words and who you are but I don't know yet so it comes off really like gibberish because I'm getting to know this well-loved person I didn't love myself like this before but yeah. at least it's not silence yeah. at least it's not bottled up anymore at least it's expression yeah Right. So I want to, I want to, okay. So for the listeners, knowing your story, right. Knowing from like, I'm, I'm seeing it in a, in a book format, Mm -hmm. knowing that part all the way up to where we're at right now. And if you look into yourself, what can you say you love about this Jessa today? Knowing your whole journey and with us that have been listening through this whole episode with us knowing just a glimpse of your journey like what do you love about yourself today oh man and don't give me some like you know filipino bullshit because i yeah. i i've seen just like just within the past couple years i've seen just a part of it but even within that bracket of chapters in your life, you've grown so much. So I want you to tell yourself, what do you love about yourself? Oh, I'm humble. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, there's a lot. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to choose. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Adjective after adjective after I'm adjective. After I'm after really adjective. I'm just going to go with sexy. more sexy. Yes. <laughs> sexy yes. confidence is sexy but uh, in this new season she is sexier and she is owning it yeah yes yes honey <laughs> uh, okay well i love that i'm able to, like you said this earlier vantage point right mm-hmm. i'm able to see in a different vantage point i am able to look at myself Mm-hmm. You know, when I have an, a moment, whether it's a sad or happy moment, I look at myself and I'll be and I'll say, hey, if you're angry right now, be angry, but come back mm-hmm. to reality or re- come back and move forward again, because I wasn't able to do that. I would well, be I would be, let's say, angry and I would stay there for a very long time and I didn't see a way out at all. But oh. now it's just like being knowing that I could overcome it. And it's crazy because I felt like there was no hope for me, especially with this, with this being gay. No, I, <laughs> I want people to know that it's not all of who I am. It's a part of me. But there is more to it. I think it brought up more. It's funny because leaders would tell me, hey, I think the enemy is distracting you by saying that it's homosexuality that you are, that you're struggling with, but there's something bigger than that. And they're actually right. I'm more than just a gay person. In fact, like it brought even more out that I needed to deal with and say, hey, Jessa, don't love yourself because you're gay or you're not gay. Love yourself because that's just love you. And I was able to look at that and like kind of compartmentalize different moments of my life and issues of my life or even personalities that come up when I'm angry or when I'm happy 
and I'm able to come back into a, how do I say, a neutral space and say, Mm -hmm. dude, you could overcome it. You could do it again. Nothing that had offend that offended you before can't offend you now. Like those things and recognizing what used to bring me down doesn't bring me down anymore. And I love that about myself. I love that, that I could see that now and clearly because I wasn't able to, I was so like pessimistic. I mean, (sighs) um, hindsight's 2020. Sometimes you got to get distance from that point to be uh, able to see it. Wow. Yeah. And I think I love that. I don't need so many people. Yeah. And cutting down roots and or uh, trees and blah, 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 and roots and stuff like that uprooting people uh, uprooting lies or or insecurities mm. that once held me down and just planting new trees yes. new friendships and everything i will say you know that passage wow i don't even know if i was christian before just joking but you know that passage when you're talking like um <laughs> it's all um rocky soil what's that thing you're planting Yep, yep. Uh, like planting the seeds in like rocky soil, fertile soil, and the birds coming in and grabbing the seeds and all that. Like my only thing that I can say is thank you for sharing just even um, like a glimpse into your story. And this, again, I want to remind the listeners, this is her birthday month, but it's not just her birthday that we're celebrating it's a fact that she's still here so uh, i'm just gonna plug her social really quick life with jessa on instagram so if you guys feel you know the prompting in your heart to just like reach out to her encourage her she's still here we're gonna celebrate that like that's a huge thing Mm. and like your story is perhaps someone is in the thick of it right now just as you were in the thick of it before Mm -hmm. right and you sh- you courageously shared your story with so many road bumps and, and speed bumps and like sometimes the road just stops and all of a sudden it's a cliff. <laughs> yeah. But you're still here. And that's that's worth celebrating. So again, happy birthday, best. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so 29. that's that's Thank you. Just thank you for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> if there's okay, I want to wrap this on a wholesome note, but if there's anything that you would want to encourage someone with, that could be anything off the top of your head, what would that be? Do everything with integrity. Mm. Um whatever thing you decide to do, if your if your story is similar to mine, a lot of the a lot of the decisions I made was because I wanted to stay to have I wanted to have integrity in all that I do and that that because there's just so much more freedom when you do things mm-hmm. do things honestly and there's so no integrity way. as in like being true to yourself be true to yourself and the decisions you, you make is a product of that right not vice versa yes good point so. Again, thank you, Best, for sharing your story. This is our first episode for season two, you guys. And 
We hope that you have taken something from this, that you have been encouraged, that you've been reminded that you're not, you're never alone. You're never alone. And we're also here to reach out to if you need someone to support you. We've been through the thick of it. We're on the other side. We're going to be cheering you on to get to this point as well. Um, This is episode one of The Misfits, and we hope that you stick around for the rest of the season with us. Next week, we're going to be diving into Hannah's episode. So super exciting. How do you feel, (laughs) bruh? I just want to eat. I'm really hungry. She she just wants to eat, guys. We'll see you guys next week. We love you guys (laughs) so much. Welcome back to The Misfits season two, y'all. Yeah. Season two. Peace. Peace. Yay!